What's up, everybody? This is Majet from Diva Girl Tribe, and you're listening to the Diva Girl Radio Podcast, the show that connects, supports, educates, and empowers people who want fun, unique, and diverse experiences in their lives and businesses. Hello, everyone. Thank you for being here. You could have been somewhere else doing something else, but you are here with me. So for that, I'm truly, truly grateful. I'm super excited about our fabulous guest today, and let me tell you about her. Nikki Colmon specializes in wound shadow work and is the CEO of the Dark Goddess Collective, which offers services and programs dedicated to leading women to take their trauma and transform it to confidence, creativity, sensuality, and inner magic in order to align themselves to their unique purpose in the world. Everyone, let's welcome Nikki Pomona. Hi, Nikki. Thank you. I'm so honored to be here. Thank you for being here. Um, so, with you know, sharing your bio, I'm curious, and most of the people listening are probably very curious too. How did you become the dark, you know, the dark god- goddess? Shadow worker, womb shadow worker. Like, tell us a little bit more of how you became who you are. Well, um, it's really started with my own healing journey, to be honest. Um, I was a nutritionist for years and years and years. I was a fitness trainer for years and years and years. And um, I don't know, I just felt like there was something more. I studied uh, wilderness therapy in school. Um, and that was something that was so like interesting to me, and I wanted to do more with that. I ended up finding my mentor, uh, Danielle Massey. She's a licensed psychotherapist and the master shadow worker. She wrote the book on it, you know. We love Danielle. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, and I worked with her for a while, one on one, and every single time that we we're doing shadow work we were winding up in my womb space and uh the first time i went into my womb space it was like a cold like stone church um that just held like all of this like religious trauma that i had gone through and um and, and you know over the course of our sessions we were able to tear that down like and build like a whole new area and move through so much and it was just so life-changing for me i realized um and danielle kind of confirmed it that you know like i i'm supposed to be doing this work and i always had a huge passion to help women especially um you know and and it's just kind of gone further and further as i dive into my own healing as i dive further and further into my shadows I learned so much more about me and it brings me closer and closer to like this very unique purpose that just lights my soul up and um but it all started it all started there so your healing journey like started when you decide that you need to heal yeah right Hannah um is it okay to ask like what was that part of you that needs to heal well there was so much that was womb related and so now it makes so much sense why that's my niche like that's that's the area that I help people with because I've gone through so much from you know sexual traumas to 
you know, sensuality trauma, which is uh, different than sex. Um, the creativity blocks. Uh, I'm a very creative person. Uh, religious trauma. Um, just there, it just feels like everything that I had gone through in my life was something related to the womb space. Um, and when I went through each, each, you know, thing in my shadow, it was just like, here's another piece of the puzzle. And I learned more about the womb by continuously entering my own. Um, and then it just became very apparent, like, these all of these things are associated with the womb and you know it it really boils down to anything that is um you know sensual creative uh sexual um you know just our our inner power just anything that would take our inner power away from us um you know those are the big things that we we see there and the, the, those are all things that i struggled with yeah. And how do you help women? Like, how can you like share some of the ways that you help women through sh um, wound work? Yeah, absolutely. So I think that um, having like a very well-balanced approach is like the best, especially for wound work, because the womb itself is a perfect balance of all of these energies. I, I call it, it's the place where everything meets. So our masculine energy, our feminine energy, which we all have, our lightness, our darkness, it's all that it's the center of our being. And so we have to have a really well-balanced approach when we we tackle that. So I do a few different things. I, obviously, I do shadow work and I spe specify my shadow work within the womb space. Um, but within that too, we also do some body work or somatic work as well. Um, that's something that's so vitally important because we can move through as much as we want to in the mind, but if it's still within our bodies, we're still gonna feel the effects of that. Um, and so the combination of those two, I've found is kind of led to this like discovery of your soul and your purpose and your passions. Once you remove the things from your mind and your body, it's like your soul is free to explore and have fun and be creative again. And so that's where a lot of the shamanic journeying kind of comes into play. And so taking women into their womb spaces to really discover what was hidden underneath all of that trauma, what was hidden from them, and now that can be made known again. Um, why are they here? What are they here to do? How are they here to do it? Uh, and those are, that's kind of like where that piece comes in. Yeah. Um, so I, I shared with you earlier that I have done my own shadow work as well. And I thought that that was one of the um, best healing um, journey or a type of healing I've went through. And, uh, and, uh, you know, I've been through a lot of traumas as well. And, you know, talk therapy is great. I do talk therapy with my clients, but there's something about going into shadow work, right? Mm -hmm. That helps us unpack or discover, or even discover that has been hidden for, for generations, actually, right? Right. And, and the traumas of, you know, of older generations that we still carry with us. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'm curious when it comes to womb shadow work, like, um, can you tell me how, you know, like, I think I have an idea of how different it is from like a, a regular shadow work, but I want to, you know, I want you to, to go a little bit deeper and, and explain to me more and to our listeners, the difference between those two. Yeah, absolutely. So when it comes to shadow work, what we're really doing is we're entering the unconscious mind. So we have those three layers of our, our psyche, right? We have our consciousness, we have our subconscious, and then we have our unconscious. Now, the reason why like this shadow work is so profound is because we're accessing that unconscious, and which means we're accessing things we have no idea. We don't remember those things. You may remember pieces of a memory, but not the whole thing. You may have blacked out things completely, right? Um, one of our the most common sessions that I have is the their very first trauma, which is in utero. So we're going back to their mother's womb. You will never remember that consciously, <laughs> you know. So, so that that is like why it's so profound. Now, when you do that with the intention of moving directly into your own womb space. It really just, um, what you're doing is you're entering the unconscious mind at the same time that you're kind of entering that that area of your body, uh, like whether you were like visualization or, um, you know, if you're kind of like in the astral plane, kind of like actually journeying to it. Um, and so... You're, you're entering that space and, and generally like what I like to do, especially if it's someone's first time, is just get an overall feel for what what does this area feel and look like, right? A lot of people don't connect to their womb spaces. Um, they're so, it's so taboo in society, right? Like periods are gross, like, you know, it, like all of that is just so taboo. So we are so disconnected from our womb spaces it's good to just get a feel like what what is here without any judgment like what's here what's not here what does it feel like here um and then to to just get a like a, a lay of the land really and then from there we can really direct like where do we need to go where do you feel called and everybody's womb spaces are they're they're a little bit different um you know depending on what they've gone through and um, and things like that. But the one thing that's always the same, and this is where this like very shamanic piece comes into play, um, is that every single person has what's called like the tree of life or the world tree. Now, this is something that's um, like across culture, we see it. So it's like that Celtic tree of life or in Norse shamanism, it's Yggdrasil. Um, and, and what it really is, every single session that I have had, you know, it's, it, it always comes up and it's this center of your, of your being. And what it allows us to do is access these different parts of you, different worlds, different dimensions, different times, um, that all have relevance for your healing journey, no matter what that intention is. So if you're trying to go back to, your childhood and heal that inner child. It allows you to travel to that place to really view it, see it, experience it, to heal it. Um, if you're trying to go back into past lives, like it allows you to do that. 
Um, and that's something that, so, so it just became a part of my practice now to kind of just always go there, take a look at this tree. Is it, is it run down? Is it, uh, is it dead and, and not thriving, you know, and like, let's bring some of that magic back and start utilizing it. Um, and so this is like where, like I said, that shamanic journeying kind of comes into play because the, the tree of life is infinite. The roots never stop. The branches never stop. So then that means you're infinite and you're able to go anywhere you want, do anything you want, create anything you want. Um, and so it's just, um, it really is just so huge and so fast when it comes down to that every single session with somebody, it's always different. And it's exciting because it's like, you never know what's going to come up. You never know. You always are learning something because you're tapping into this infinite piece of the universe when you tap into your own womb space. And it's, it's awesome. So ah, I'm getting chills. <laughs> um, and it, it's bringing me back to the experience I've had, right? With, uh, with Danielle Massey when I was doing my, my own shadow work. Um, and I really appreciate you um, explaining what the womb is, right? And then how society had conditioned a lot of us, if not all of us, right? Like how there's a lot of shame around the womb, but mm -hmm. it's actually a very important part of life, right? Like that's where, you know, babies grow and that, you know, like um, that's where life begins, right? And it's like, and, and it's like, and there's, it's really something that we need to honor and love more and put out there instead of um, putting a lot of shame, um, you know, guilt or blame, right? And, and, and who carry the wounds? It's women, right? right. Well, and it, it, that's why in like ancient societies, they, they honored women so much. Like women were the priestesses, the sorceresses, like the you know, like they were looked up to, they were even feared, which is why we see our society the way to today, we're still feared. Yeah. Um, because it's not just like a human life that you can grow within that space. You can grow anything within that space. Creation is infinite. You are infinite. So you can grow, you know, that new job that you want. You can tap into that with your womb. That, you know, new career, that the new, uh, the new business idea or new resolution with your spouse like you know anything can be created within that space and if we knew if us women knew the power that that space held i mean we would have a drastically different world right and so it just it keeps it at, you know that patriarchal society it keeps it in you know on top by suppressing the womb space as much as possible so that's why we see that. Yeah. Oh my God. Like uh, I'm sorry, but yeah, this chills is not going away. Uh, <laughs> it's like these. Um, yeah, you know, I love that part that you said about like how the womb is creation, right? And it's not just creation of life, but there's so much more. And how you know, like it can create the business that you like, the life that you want, right? The um, the you know, everything that you want in your life, like the powers in, in that, in our wounds. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that, what was that? 
It's infinite, just like what you're it's, saying. Yeah, it is. It is infinite. And that's why, like, you know, that tree is so vital to tapping into that um, because it's it's where we access those, like, upper realms or if you call it heaven or whatever. It's where we access those lower realms, which aren't to be feared. It's it's our shadows. It's, it's our, you know, it's it's those lower, um, lower energies aren't always necessarily bad. It's just like, that's where we get our protection, our safety, boundaries, like that, that fierce fire and passion, like that's where we get those things. And it's, it's a beautiful like balance of all of it together. And we get to tap into that just like in that one spot. It's, it's powerful. Um, so yeah, I mean, it, and I, I mean, I could talk about it all. I know, and I could listen. I could listen to you all about it all day long too. Um, because this is the first time I'm really speaking to someone regarding womb shadow work, right? Like, um, and, uh, so this is really, this is so delightful, right? And at the same time, it's very, um, it's, it's the, I, I can feel the passion. I can feel the dedication that you have for it. And, you know, and it actually shows on social media, right? Like I know people have different opinions about social media and, and that's actually what attracted me to you. Right. And, you know, and I'm like, I really like what she's putting out there. I really like what she's talking about. Right. I, I, I believe in shadow work. I think it's a great form of healing and it really puts us, uh, it, it helps us become aware, right. Of so many things that we're not even thinking about or, or not even planning on. Right. Like, so, so as I see you put, you know, things out there about womb shadow work, I, you know, I had to reach out to you, right? And I'm like, hey, we are having this conference and this conference is about vagina, right? It's us. And I'm like, Ken, would you like to present about womb shadow? Yes, absolutely. I loved it. I loved it. I felt so honored because, um, you know, womb shadow work is not something being talked about. I don't personally know of anyone else that's doing that. Um, a lot of people are doing somatic work and, you know, subconscious work within the womb space. And, and that is all beautiful womb work. I do that too. Um, but that shadow piece, I think, is still something that a lot of people don't understand, don't actually fully know what it is. Um, when they think that they're doing shadow work, they're really just doing subconscious work and it's, it's vastly different. Um, and, and as far as like womb journeying, I mean, it's essentially, it's, it's essentially the same thing. Um, but again, I, I just don't know of anyone that is doing, I'm sure there's somebody out there doing it. I just don't know of, of anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. You're one of the unicorns. I, you know, I am, I, I'm. <laughs> I've always been obsessed with unicorns for a reason, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, um, you know, you have so many questions, but um, if, if somebody wants to work with you, right? If somebody wants to work with you, um, like how would they know that they're ready for this? Or is there, yeah. Well, you know, I'm going to be honest, like you're never fully ready for for that. You know, um, I think there's always going to be fears. There's always going to be doubts and, and things like that. So um, I think that that quote unquote being ready for for something, honestly, you're always going to have to move through some level of fear. Um, but is your soul like itching enough? You know, like if you hear somebody talk 
and you're like, holy cow, like they they know, they they know it, I'm feeling it, right? Like that's your sign that something is for you. And not just me, just anything, anyone, um, any topic, any any direction. Like if your soul is buzzing and you just are goosebumps everywhere and just you you feel it like that's that's when you know and you might get like oh but I don't know or uh like I don't know if I'm ready though I resonate but I don't you know you that will always be there right right? so yeah (laughs) yeah um now well it's um it's a journey that uh, that I believe is it's worth investing the the energy right um and the time to do um yeah i think it's going to be a, a beautiful experience for anybody you know to to take of. and i think that for women especially because you know one of our beautiful designs is that we are able to give and nurture so much um, which is taken for granted a lot, and we tend to overgive, and we tend to put ourselves last. Um, and really, what the womb space and women have, like this beautiful gift, is when we begin to focus on ourselves, when we begin to kind of really nurture ourselves and put that energy back into us. It's so cool to see how that begins a ripple effect. I have so many clients that have come, you know, having relationship struggles or struggles with their kids and parenting or whatever. And they come and they're just like, I can't believe it. My husband is be doing this and, and doing that or or my kids are like doing that and this. And it, it's just like a, a whole new person. They didn't even do anything. And it's like, because you're doing the work. Because you're doing the healing, you end up creating this ripple effect around you. And that's because our wombs are super magnetizing. They will attract what you feel inside and what is going on in your womb inside is what it will attract. So if you feel like you're just the scum of the earth, that you're ugly, you hate your body, like you're going to keep attracting those things. And, but if you start doing that work and you start saying, no, like I am peaceful, I am divine, I'm beautiful, I'm goddess, like, you know, and you start to really believe that and shift the energy within that space, it radiates out and it penetrates people around you. And you end up healing generations your ancestors the people around you and it it's it's super cool to see it is literal magic because it's like that's the only thing you've changed so you know like that's just another big message i think for women out there is like well i can't do that because i've got kids and you know this time or whatever it's like well yeah that's always going to be there but if you don't pour into you you have nothing to pour into somebody else so yeah 
I agree. I definitely agree. Again, you know, like society, the patriarchal society had conditioned us to put others first and to serve others and and put ourselves last as women. Right? We're such caretakers, nurturers, just like what you said. But at the same time, we're suffering in silence. We're we're scenting people we love, right? Um, But you're right. Like um, we need to put ourselves first, heal our wounds because our wounds are very powerful. Right. And it's like this, this piece of space of infinite, you know, um, creation, right? Like if we want a space where we feel love and, you know, and, and at peace, like we can create that starting with the womb shatter work, right? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, that's exactly it. That's why it ends up working because you want a new like reality. You can create it like you can. So. Oh my God. Yes, yes, yes. Um, okay. So you're going to be talking about this at the conference, right? I'm so excited excited about it. Oh my God. I cannot wait for more women to hear you talk. More women learn about shadow work, right? And how that can change their lives. I mean, it's changed mine. I went from somebody who is a people pleaser, super codependent, lost in like religious trauma, thinking I was awful, depressed, like literally like I, I've gone from that to like, I love myself. I like, I'm so much more like calm and peaceful and, you know, and I just, I feel like myself, you know, for the first time. Um, I really do. And it really has changed my entire life. So, yeah. Yeah. It's like you're showing up in spaces and you're showing up your true authentic self. Nothing can be more beautiful than that. Right. And, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Truly, truly. Yeah. So I'm so excited to talk more about it. Yeah. 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 And, you know, like I'm going to give the description of, you know, of the topic that you are going to talk about um, to our listeners. So they have an eight. Well, they, you know, they're just going to love you more. Right. <laughs> so, you know, so Nikki is going to be talking about her title. The title of the topic that she will be talking about is Womb Shadow White and it's transforming womb trauma into passion and purpose. Right. And what she's going to, you know, talk about what womb shadow work is and how it allows to remove trauma from my psyche and our physical body simultaneously. And she will explain to us and help us understand how womb trauma can keep us stuck in toxic masculine and how to find balance. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. It's loaded. Um, I honestly, I don't know how I'm going to like sum it all up. But <laughs> to be totally honest, I'm still trying to figure it out. I was like, man, I really picked a a good topic, but <laughs> how am I going to do that one? There's so much. Well, that's when they're going to have to like you know schedule an appointment with you one on one, right? Yeah. yeah, I mean, like it's yeah, it's just there's so so much to it, but. It really, it, it really is as simple as just, just doing it, just diving in. Like, you know what? I'm making a commitment to myself and my womb space and I'm going to prioritize her and I'm going to let her lead me, you know? Um, it really is like as simple as that. Um, but 
Yeah, I mean, look at our society. We have so much trauma in our womb spaces, even just collectively, that it, it's so important. And and we we tend to women especially we we tend to lose ourselves. Like, you know, we don't know who we are. We you know, lose ourselves in parenting. We lose ourselves at our job trying to like, you know, let people take take me seriously, you know, like things like that. There's just so much to to move through. And once you once you move through that, you start to learn that every experience you've had, good, bad, or otherwise, that there really is no good or bad. That you just you just you had an experience and you learned something so crazy drastic for your life regardless of what happened in that experience and that's one of the pieces about womb shadow work that i love is that you can go into these traumas and you can feel empowered afterwards because you're learning something about an event that happened that is giving you so much knowledge and so much clarity and so much wisdom that you can take that and go with it for your everyday life. And you're now moving as a like an enlightened version of what was there before. Um, because you're you're learning something from the experience. It's easy when we're not in that, that unconscious. It's easy for us to be like, well, that was terrible and it was awful and I was a victim to that. Um, and I'm not saying that none of that's true, but you know, when we can just lower that wall a little bit, that's trying to keep us safe, um, from having that happen again, when we can lower that wall and kind of just like take a look at a bird's eye view of what really went down and what did we actually learn about this and how can we change that, that verbiage in our psyche and, um, rewire the brain to make it into something empowering for us so i can take all of the experiences that i've had my sexual assaults and everything and i'm actually to the point where it's like yeah you know what i wouldn't wish that upon anybody but i'm actually grateful for that experience because i know something about myself through that that i wouldn't be me I wouldn't love myself as much as I do now if I didn't have that little piece, you know, and that's how you really start to make strides with it. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Um, it's like, uh, you know, I, I, I truly believe that we are who we are because of what happened to us, right? Like we became who we are, the wisdom um, that we have were, you know, came from the experiences that we've had. And I agree with you that, you know, like, um, instead of keeping it suppressed, right, instead of keeping it away, ignoring it or dismissing it or, um, numbing it, right? Like, or, you know, um, like we need to be able to unpack that, right? And process it. And to a point where in those events, we're just facts, right? Facts of our lives and it doesn't define us anymore, right? Because what I'm hearing is that the more we, keep it away, right? The more, you know, we, we think of it like, oh, that's such a long time ago, you know, like, um, I, I don't want to talk about it, right? It's the more we do that, the more it impacts us in negative ways, 
But when we bring it up, we we process that, we unpack that, you know, then then it it doesn't define us anymore, right? Just yeah. a fact. Just a fact that happened, right? Yeah. And yeah, absolutely. And I think you know it's important to note too that like we're never done healing, right? Like you can go through an experience in your life and be like, okay, like I've healed this. Um, I I understand that I'm I'm made my peace with this, and I love who I am because of this now. Um, but you know, then it'll come back around later because there's there's a new twist to it. I kind of like to think of of healing as like onion, right? It's like when you first, especially when you first start doing shadow work, it's like big layer after big layer after big layer. And you're like, oh my gosh, wow, wow. And then it just starts to get more and more and more fine-tuned and more and more precise. Um, you know, and that's that's what's kind of happened in my experience. And so it's really a journey, um, you know, that you embark on. And you, you have seasons of this work. You don't constantly do it, right? Yeah. You, you do the work, you then you integrate it and you you figure out how, okay, this is a new me. How do I integrate this into my everyday life? And then you're back, you know, into that healing chair and then you you do it again, right? And it's it's just this uh, evolution that you get to go through. Yeah, yeah I love it. Um, and I appreciate you, you know, spending some time with me and beautifully explaining, right? Um, womb shadow work. And, you know, and how beautiful it is. Um, it, it actually feels less scary, at least for me, like listening to what it is. Um, and, you know, and shadow work at first, like, uh, you know, it was scary for me, but I went through it. Just like what you said, just do it, do it for yeah. you. Right. And well, I know. And I, I think that a lot of people get scared because they're like, well, I don't want to go back to my traumas. But like, that's not all womb shadow work is. So, And that's why I also utilize the term shamanic journeying, because... Um, I, I view shadow work as like, this is the very scientific, you know, trauma healing thing, right? Cause it's so heavily based in science and, and the neuroscience. Carl Jung, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Right. And, and, uh, you know, the shamanic journeying I view as like, like this is the fun stuff we get to do now, yeah. you know, like we get to discover ourselves. We get to create something new. You know, and it's always fun when we do that. So it's not always so doom and gloom and, oh, man, here you go. Like, it's it's not always like that, you know. I think that's really important to say that your brain is so intensely smart. It knows exactly what you can handle and when. It knows when it's time to integrate something and when it's time to heal something big. And it's not always big healing that that you you stumble upon in your shadow or in your womb. It's sometimes it's really epic, like fun adventures that you get to go on to. That is so true. That is so true. Now, speaking of fun, before I let you go, I want to do some rapid fire questions with you, if that's okay. <laughs> oh, yeah. Here we go. Let's go. Bring it. <laughs> so this is the part where I get to ask you a question. You have to, the, to tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Okay. Cool. Is I, it like one word phrases or like? I'm, I'm telling you, leave me it on it. Like I, I would tell guests like, you know, one word answers, but it can be a sentence. Um, and maybe we'll dive a little bit more into it. But um, but I want it to be like, um, 
rapid fire. The first gotcha. thing that Okay. All right, let's go. Are you ready? Yep. All right. So first question, who is a famous person you would like to meet dead or alive and why? Audrey Hepburn. Ooh. Ooh. Audrey Hepburn. 1000%. She just had so much class. Like she just... It was so, I mean, she, she's the epitome of just like living such a harsh, crazy life that was so hard. And she was just so gentle and so peaceful and just loved everybody. Just, you know, and that's, that's the vibe, man. <laughs> wow. And I like that. Um, no, I, I don't know a lot about Audrey Hepburn aside from like the classic, you know, Breakfast at Tiffany look. Um, yeah. But yes, but I, I could totally see like the vibe that you're describing. Like she she is, you know, classy. She always have herself together. Well, you know, the pictures I see of her is always like chin up, chest out, the confidence, the calm, you know, and like, yeah. Yeah, she does. How? Well, yeah, I mean, she she has look into her history, like as I in childhood. In childhood, she, I mean, she was like malnourished and stuff because like of the what, the war and stuff like that. Like, she, I mean, it it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. That's why she was so passionate about like giving back to children and stuff like that. Um, you know, she she uh, was UNICEF that she like worked with heavily um, because she. She had a rough go around for her childhood, for sure. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But now I'm really intrigued. Yeah, I'm going to read up on her now. Thank yeah, you. definitely. <laughs> All right. Next question. Okay. Where would, where would you rather be right now? On a beach. I am. <laughs> yeah. I used to, I used to like hate beach vacations because I thought they were boring and I like adventure. But now I have children and I totally get it. <laughs> yeah. I see, I see boys. Is it do you have two boys? I have twin boys, they're five, and then I have a eight month old boy. <laughs> oh wow. Okay. Oh, and you're you're the you're the queen on the household. Yeah. Yeah. I am the one and only. I mean, besides our dog, but I know. Oh, okay. I'm I'm the queen. Talking <laughs> like a princess, right? It is the princess. Yes, you're the queen. Yeah. Definitely. All right. Next question. Um, what's your superpower? I mean, going into the dark and bringing out light. I mean, that's that's always been my superpower. I love it. I feel like even as a kid, I was giving like motiva motivational speeches to my friends, like you know, like taking their like darkest moments and just like you can do this like we got this like i'll do it with you like you know <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i love it i love it i could just picture the little nikki like you know yeah. come on friends yeah pretty much <laughs> <laughs> all right um, okay last question um what's your weakness my weakness is i love i love a little bit too much I love people a little bit too much. I fall into the habit of wanting things more than the person in question wants it. And that has been a downfall of mine. I've gotten better, but that's a downfall for sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, I sometimes call myself a recovering people pleaser. Oh, yeah. Uh-huh. 
Yeah. Oh yeah, I identify as that as well. Carol, <laughs> <laughs> well, Nikki, you're such a delight to get to know. Thank you. Hero, I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um. So with our show, with our radio podcast, we have our guests have the last words. So what would you, what would be your parting words to our listeners today? What should be my parting words? I guess I just want to say to every single person listening is that you're worth it. Uh, sometimes so much in my life, there have been so many moments, so many dark moments when I thought, well, I mean, it doesn't even matter. Like, I don't even matter. Um, that's just that's just that, that darkness. That's just your trauma talking. It's not actually you. It's not who you are. Who you are is still underneath all of that. And she is still shining. But you just gotta you just gotta unbury all of that and just let it out. Because once you do, like you're gonna love her and she's gonna heal your life and she's gonna grow your life and it's gonna be so epic and you don't want to miss that. You don't you definitely don't want to miss that. So I love it. I love it though. And with that, we say adios. Thank you for listening. We hope to see you at our upcoming events. Go to divagirltribe.com or follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at DivaGirlTribe. Become a member and join our Diva Girl 411 Facebook group.